Hey, Hope family, and welcome to another Hope Daily and another look at the book of Matthew. Today, we're going to be in Matthew 14 and talking about scarcity. In thinking about this topic and this text, I thought about a type of conversation that I have often. Maybe it's working with young adults and being close to this stage of life myself, but I often hear couples who, quote, don't have enough money to start a family yet, unquote. They don't have enough yet, but eventually they'll get there, right? For those of you who have had kids or a kid, you know that you will never have enough. You'll never have enough money. You'll never have enough time. You'll never have enough patience. You'll never be ready. The truth is, you just will never have enough. Bringing a new life into this life is something that you have to do before you're ready for it. A spreadsheet will never make it make sense. Budgeting your time will never help you see how it's possible. You kind of just have to do it and then make it work. And truth is, most people do make it work. Even if kids aren't what you're concerned about, you still will never have enough. We as humans are kind of the opposite of the Apostle Paul in the book of Philippians where he says, whether with little or with much, he has learned the secret to being content. Well, for most of us, we have learned to be worried with little and worried also when we have a lot. A lot of this is about perspective. I know that I can look back on my life and especially my married life and remember moments where we didn't have enough. The numbers just didn't make sense and sleep was hard to come by because of where we were worried. I can think about all the things we have to do and want to do right now in the near future and in the distant future and be frozen in fear because we'll never be able to make that work. But I can also look back and see how God provided time and time again and trust that he'll do the same moving forward. But we live in a culture where one perspective is a lot easier than the other. We are trained to look at the lack. What's missing? How could this be better? What do I still want? What do others have that I don't have? And how can I get it? Will I ever be able to attain to that? We also live in a society that borderline or maybe over the line idolizes safety and security, including financial security. So we want to make sure we have all our bases covered and are ready for all sorts of outcomes. You can live in that worry if you choose, but you don't have to. I think today's story demonstrates that, and it's most likely a familiar one to you. Jesus feeds the 5,000, and we find that in Matthew 14, verses 13 to 21. There we read this. When Jesus heard what had happened, he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. Hearing of this, the crowds followed him on foot from the towns. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them and healed their sick. As evening approached, the disciples came to him and said, This is a remote place, and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the villages and buy themselves some food. Jesus replied, They do not need to go away. You give them something, you give them something to eat. We have here only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Bring them here to me, he said. And he directed the people to sit down on the grass, taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to the heavens. He gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples and the disciples gave them to the people. They all ate and were satisfied. And the disciples picked up 12 basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. The number of those who ate was about 5,000 men besides women and children. I think it's worth noting that the what had happened in verse 13 says Jesus heard what had happened. This is talking about the beheading of John the Baptist. So Jesus had just received news about his cousin being killed by King Herod, and he was seeking to be alone, to mourn, I'm sure. 
but instead was followed by a crowd of 5,000 people. Instead of turning in on himself, focusing on his lack of desire or energy in the moment, he instead focuses on the needs of the people and has compassion on them. Jesus was always interruptible and compassionate toward others. He heals them and then, instead of sending them away, he wants to feed them. And it's in the Gospel of John that we get the added anecdote that a small boy offers his five loaves and two fish. And in the hands of Jesus, this is enough. It's interesting to think through what was going on here. In some of the other gospel writers retelling, we hear the disciples talk about the implausibility of feeding all these people since it would cost so much. And what about the 5,000 people themselves? Did none of them come prepared for a meal? Why did just this one boy have food? I've heard some wonder if perhaps more than just this one boy had, in fact, come prepared with food. But seeing the large numbers and hearing them grumble about their hunger, everyone was too worried to show that they had food because they didn't have enough. They were afraid of scarcity, that if they showed that they had some food, they would have to share it and there wouldn't be enough for themselves. And perhaps when Jesus takes the few loaves and fish, this actually freed everyone else up to give of what they had, creating an abundance. This isn't to shortchange the miracle Jesus did. I have no problem believing that Jesus miraculously created more food than there was to begin with. But it's also a miracle to get people to share when they believe that there's a lack. So it doesn't lessen the miracle, in my opinion. It just multiplies it or deepens its meaning. I also wonder about this boy, another example of childlike faith that God can and did use, but also an example of trusting God over his own fear of scarcity. This lunch was his and probably his family's as well. He saw the crowds and he knew his standing as a child. It wasn't likely that when he gave this food to these grown men that he would have first choice. And that made it impossible for this food to make it back to him. His food was barely enough to feed the 12 disciples to whom he handed it, much less them and his family. He wasn't sharing his lunch. He was sacrificing it for the sake of others. And what came of that sacrifice? 12 baskets of broken pieces that were left over. Now, I know it's not a Worship Wednesday, but I'm going to leave you with a bit of a song at the end and link it to the whole and a link to the whole song in the show notes. We've sung this one in church before. It's called Always Enough. And the line that came to mind was, if I have you, I have everything. But without you, I have nothing. Our lack or our abundance isn't determined by the amount of money we have or our material possessions. Instead, it's determined by our proximity to the God of the universe who did not spare his son. Will he not graciously then give us all things? Take some time today and reflect on what kinds of scarcity tend to get you worried, defensive, and even selfish and protective. Ask God to show you how he has provided for you in those areas and how you can take steps towards trusting him. Offer what you have, even if it seems too small to solve the problem. God can multiply it to feed thousands. You've got him, so you have everything.